The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki Season 2. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. you now how are you now well folks you are listening to absent-minded extra an extra special edition i'm matt drake and i'm here to give you another little update on the qmjhl playoffs and it's a good one it's it's an excellent one we're gonna start off with uh somebody that i've been kind of trying to lead the hype train on for a little while uh mr joshua Roy who, as of me recording this episode, is currently leading, tied, rather, for the lead in QMJHL playoff scoring with his linemate, Xavier Perrin, with 16 points. Now, I just tweeted this out, and I don't expect everybody to go and follow me on Twitter just to see the things that I'm tweeting, because I, I definitely tweet a lot about the QMJHL playoffs. But the other people in the top five in QMJHL playoff scoring right now are Xavier Perrin, who's tied with Joshua Roy at the top, Patrick Gay. Maverick, Bourque, and Julien Antil. So all of these players, including Para, who is tied with Roy, are in their 20s. And one of them, Bourque, is a first-round draft pick in the NHL. Joshua Roy is having an unbelievable season and an even better playoffs when you consider that this is an 18-year-old kid who didn't even get a full season last year. And now he's doing this. This is incredible. And you know, I, I say I've been trying to lead the hype train on him. I don't want to overhype this kid because, of course, a fifth-round draft pick, you don't want to put crazy pressure on him or anything like that. But I legitimately believe there is a case to give this guy at least the nine games next season in Montreal. They just swept the blainville boisbriand armada to advance to the third round, and the third round is going to be a very interesting one to watch for Joshua Roy because I mentioned this before in the last update. Things are only going to get tougher for him as the playoffs go along. And they're going to be playing the Cataract de Shawinigan in the third round, including Maverick Bourque, who is currently fourth in QMJHL playoff scoring. So, very interesting development here that they're going on, that they're going to be playing a tougher opponent, and he's probably going to have the toughest opposition that he's had so far in these playoffs. And you know what, folks? I like his chances. I, I love his chances. I mean... There's really not a lot that you can point to when it comes to Joshua Roy and say he doesn't do this well. He does everything pretty well except for skating, and his skating is just fine for the QMJHL level. So if he can make some improvements on that front coming into the NHL, I'm telling you this kid has a legitimate chance to play the nine games next year, and then we see what happens from there. And I got to mention on the skating front, because everybody knows this is not news. I'm not breaking news here by saying that it's his one thing that he needs to work on. He actually legged out an icing last night when I was watching the game. He, he beat two defensemen 
to the top of the circle and legged out on icing. Some of the more impressive speed that I've seen from him. So I wonder, you know, is this something that he's already working on? Is he already thinking about that next step and how he's going to make it? I mean, the game was in Blainville and even their broadcast was sitting there and wondering, is this kid going to play in the NHL next year? And I say he is. Again, I've said this on multiple podcasts. I wouldn't give him more than the nine games because I don't think the Montreal Canadiens are going to be very competitive next year. And I think the best place for him might be back in Sherbrooke. But I would at least give him that taste. I think when we look at what he's doing so far this season as an 18-year-old, I think he deserves the nine games. I think we got to give him that, and I think we got to see what happens. And you know what? Honestly, what I would do is I would put him on the third line with Shane Wright as his center. I'm telling you, folks. It could be a, a, t- a tandem of the future. It could be a nice one-two punch with the Suzuki and Caulfield punch as, uh, as the first line, and then a second line with Shane Wright and Joshua Wai in the future. Ooh, look out. The Montreal Canadiens could be very good. I'm not saying this is something that they need to do next year on a permanent basis, but it's something that I would like to see them try out at the very least in the preseason and maybe for a couple of games in the regular season. Again, I don't know if Montreal is going to be the best place really for either of them. Even if they if they draft Shane Wright, and so I should put a caveat on there that maybe they won't, right? We're not 100% sure. I think most people agree that they should, but they could go in a different direction. But if they draft Shane Wright, it might not even be the best place for him. It might even be better for him to go back to junior for a season because Montreal is probably not going to be competitive in 2022-23. So they have to think about that. But all I'm saying, it would be something to see those two on a line together just for a little bit next year, just to get a little glimpse of what the future could be in Montreal. Moving on, we have to talk a little bit about Riley Kidney. Unfortunately, his team did get swept by the Charlottetown Islanders, and he is eliminated from the QMJHL playoffs. But there is some good news there. Riley Kidney got a call from the Laval Rocket. So he may get an opportunity to actually play some playoff hockey for the Laval Rocket in the AHL, which this is something that, I had discussed a little bit with uh, my buddy Scott Matlow on his podcast, Locked on Canadians. Shout out to them. Go follow them on YouTube or subscribe to them on YouTube, rather. That this is a great pickup for the Laval Rocket. He's got very good playmaking skills. Unfortunately, his Titan team just ran into, you know, one of the best teams in the QMJHL and the Charlottetown Islanders. A little bit more on them afterwards because we do have two Habs prospects playing there as well. And... I it's it's just unfortunate. I, I think their team deserved a bit of a better fate. Uh, but the, the problem is when you run into one of the best teams in the league in the playoffs, you know, things happen. Ask the Toronto Maple Leafs. They know. It was a disappointing end to the season for Riley Kidney, but his season is not over. That's the good news. So I would encourage everybody. I mean, keep an eye on the Laval Rocket. Real, Really, you, sh- you should be keeping an eye on them anyways. They're having a good run, and uh, they're looking like they, they could be a legitimate threat in the AHL playoffs, and now they're adding a very exciting playmaking center who can also play on the wing and gives you a little bit of versatility. So keep an eye there. I mean, it, it, it definitely, I think, is great experience for Riley Kidney. I, I have a feeling that he's going back to junior next year as well, but he's another candidate where maybe the Habs look to give him that nine games before sending him back. So future's bright. We got two very exciting prospects there, and we got two more who are moving on in the QMJHL playoffs as well. They both play for the Charlottetown Islanders who swept the Acadie Bathurst Titan in the second round. And we are talking about Xavier Simoneau and William Trudeau. Um, Simoneau is a known quantity. I mean, he's an overager playing in the QMJHL, so he's kind of been torching teams. 
he's a guy who I expect to go the kind of the same path as uh, Rafael Harvey Pinar. Uh, he's got a little bit of Brendan Gallagher in him too, like real feisty, a little bit undersized, but has no problem going to the front of the net, and he's quick. He's a player I would very much expect to be on the Laval Rocket next year as a permanent fixture, and maybe, if he does well, could end up getting a couple call-ups to the Montreal Canadiens if injuries arise. What has actually surprised me watching the Charlottetown Islanders has been William Trudeau. He has five points in five playoff games so far. Three goals, two assists. Looking great. I mean, his point shots are... Very nice. Very much like the way he shoots from the point. He keeps it low, keeps it hard, flat, very tough for goaltenders to stop. And his physicality has been showing through as well in these playoffs. So he, again, I've said this before, I'm reticent to get too excited about any defensive prospects because I've been burned in the past. I always talk about Dalton Thrower and how high I was on him and how wrong I was about that. And, uh, but I got to say, so far in these playoffs, uh, William Trudeau has opened my eyes a little bit. I don't know what the future holds for him. I think he's probably got another year in junior as well. Uh, but I would expect them to at least invite him to, to dev camp, and maybe he gets invited to main camp as well. I don't see him getting the nine games next year. Um, I think he still needs a little bit more time. But, you know, these playoffs, if they've shown us anything, it's that he's got a little bit more game to him than we may have thought he did, at least more than I thought he did. But... That's pretty much the wrap-up. We've got three prospects moving on to the third round, so three prospects that will have an opportunity to make it to the final, and it's entirely possible that all three of those prospects will end up meeting each other in the final. Charlottetown, of course, will be taking on um, probably the, the Rampart du Québec, but the um, the Sherbrooke Phoenix are going to be taking on the uh, Cataract de Chavigny again, as I mentioned earlier. So there's a possibility that all three of our prospects remaining in those playoffs will meet each other in the final for the President's Trophy. That would be very interesting, especially for me, considering this is the, the main hockey that I'm following now with the Montreal Canadiens very eliminated from the playoffs. So, interesting things to come, and I guess the only final question to ask is, which one of these guys is going to end up in the Memorial Cup, if any of them? Which Habs prospects have a legitimate shot at going there? Well, if you take a look at the uh, OHL, the Hamilton Bulldogs, obviously we got two prospects there that have a very good chance, Jan Meshack and uh, Arbor Jackeye. If you take a look at the WHL, I think Caden Gooley stands out as probably, I, I see them winning the WHL. They've steamrolled their way through the first two rounds so far. Um, I, I don't see any legitimate threat to them in the WHL. We'll see, but I see him going to the Memorial Cup. Uh, I also think that in the QMJHL, we got a good chance of having at least one, maybe two representatives. Um, I think it's going to come down to whether or not the Sherbrooke Phoenix can really get through some of these powerhouse teams. I think they can beat the Cataract. I don't know how tough of a time they're going to have if it ends up being either the Rampart or the Charlottetown Islanders when they get to the final, if they get to the final. The good news in all of this is that we have a legitimate shot at seeing some of our prospects, if not at least one of our prospects, playing in the Memorial Cup in some very significant games, trying to win themselves a ring before maybe taking that next step in their careers. So there's exciting things in the pipeline. The Montreal Canadiens may have had a brutal season, but we got some good prospects. And there's a legitimate possibility that we see some of those prospects next year wearing the CH and showing us what it is that they've got. Future's bright, folks, so keep an eye on it. <clears throat> so we're available, of course, on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Megaphone. 
Uh, I am on Twitter at DrakeMT. Drop me a follow. I would appreciate it very much. Of course, I'll be back with another update probably towards or by the end of the third round of the NHL playoffs. And until then, as I always say, I got pleasure.